You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, August the 7th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Day three of Operation Breaking Dawn. Israeli sources have confirmed that contacts on a comprehensive ceasefire are underway with mediation from Egypt and the United Nations. However, Islamic Jihad has said previously it is not interested in any ceasefire before avenging the deaths of its commanders. An Islamic Jihad spokesman also said earlier that the group had rejected a proposal for a temporary humanitarian ceasefire because Israel wanted it to be observed during the hours that Jews visited the Temple Mount in Jerusalem today. Meanwhile, the IDF continues to strike targets in the Gaza Strip as Islamic Jihad rocket fire toward Israel also continued. For the first time in the current escalation, rockets were fired from Gaza toward the Jerusalem region this morning. There were at least two Iron Dome interceptions. Rockets and mortar fire also continued on Gaza periphery communities, and rockets were fired at Ashkelon. In a moshav in the Eshkol region, a rocket struck the external wall of a home. The family members were in the protected room and were not hurt. A rocket also struck the gate of a factory in the Sterot industrial zone. Several rockets were intercepted by the Iron Dome. Since the start of the fighting on Friday, the terror group has fired some 600 rockets toward Israel. More than 120 fell short and landed in the Gaza Strip. About 200 rockets were intercepted by the Iron Dome for what the IDF said was a successful interception rate of about 97%. In Rafah, in the Gaza Strip, the Islamic Jihad Southern District Commander Khalid Mansour was killed in a targeted strike last night. His counterpart in the north, Taisir Jabari, was killed in an Israeli precision strike on Friday. The IDF continues to hit terror targets in Gaza. Yesterday and last night, Israeli aircraft destroyed a terror tunnel that did not cross into Israeli territory. The IDF has hit some 140 Islamic Jihad terror targets, including anti-tank rocket launching cells, observation posts, dozens of launching sites, and weapons storehouses. Palestinians reported that in Jabalia and the Gaza Strip, at least one woman was killed in a failed Islamic Jihad rocket launch. This brought to 30 the reported Palestinian fatalities. Last night, several children were killed by an Islamic Jihad rocket that struck a home in Jabalia. Prime Minister Yair Lapid says that the operation in Gaza will continue as long as necessary. In a joint statement issued with Defense Minister Benny Gantz, the Prime Minister said that the IDF is acting in a precise and responsible way to minimize harm to civilians. Defense Minister Gantz said that whoever seeks to hurt Israeli citizens will be hurt. He said security forces will continue to operate against Islamic Jihad until quiet is restored and the threats to children living in the area adjacent to the Gaza Strip are removed. Against the backdrop of the security escalation, more than 1,600 Jews visited the Temple Mount in Jerusalem this morning, commemorating Tisha B'Av, which marks the destruction of the temples. 
Jews who violated the rules for conduct at the site were removed. Seven people were detained by police for praying or prostrating themselves at the site. Police also detained three Arabs for shouting incitement at the visitors. Far-right legislator Itamar Ben-Gvir, accompanied by his son, was among the lawmakers who visited the site this morning. Jordan, Qatar, and the Palestinian Authority condemned the visits by Jews to the Temple Mount this morning. Jordan called it ongoing Israeli violations and the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Israeli security forces continue to operate against the Islamic Jihad terror group in Judea and Samaria overnight. Security forces apprehended 20 operatives. Prime Minister Yair Lapid met this morning in Tel Aviv with opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu and updated him on security matters. This was their first such meeting, though monthly briefings between the prime minister and opposition leader are customary. A Khan reporter notes that since the change government came into power, Netanyahu had proposed receiving the briefings from the prime minister's military secretary. The weather outlook slightly cooler tomorrow through Wednesday. No significant change. The maximum temperatures in the main centers. Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Beersheba 35, and in Eilat going up to 41 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.